On today's episode, I spoke with Carrie Ann Stimson about the ins and outs of internal marketing, which is something we haven't covered on the show yet. Carrie Ann is the CMO at JMMB Group Jamaica and has been a marketer for over 20 years. She's also the host of the Internal Marketing Podcast. So let's dive right into this one. We want to talk a little bit about internal marketing, which is something we haven't gone into much on this show at all. Mm -hmm. But before that, I want to level set and just give you kind of a chance to introduce yourself and talk about what's led you to this focus in, of internal marketing. What, what has led to you focusing on this right now? All right, great. So hi again, Blake. I'm Carrie Ann Stimson. I'm the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of JMMB Group. Uh, we are a financial services group of companies who are based in the Caribbean, right? So we have great weather all year round. We're headquartered in Jamaica, uh, which is where I'm based, but we have operations in Trinidad and Tobago and in the Dominican Republic as well. Uh, my, that's my day job, but my, I, have a, I have a passion project, and my passion project is the Internal Marketing Podcast. And as the name suggests, it really is an opportunity for me to talk with awesome guests from all over the world about internal marketing. And to your question, how did I get here? So obviously, when we go to marketing school, right, we are told that the customer is our number one priority. And that's why we exist as a business. And that's certainly what we marketers focus on. And that's very important because, hey, if we don't have customers, we don't have a business, we don't have money, we don't get, we don't get a paycheck, right? Uh, but when we think about it, usually in business, before we have our very first customer, we have our very first employee, whatever size business is, is it, it is. And when you think about it, too, it's our employees are who are the ones that engage with our customers every single day, whether you're on the front line where you do that direct engagement through customer service or sales. But then you also have employees in the middle and the back. They're designing the processes. They're designing the products. They're designing the systems, everything that goes into creating that awesome value proposition and the promise that we make to our customers every single day. It's our employees who are the ones that create that. And so if we don't take the time to make sure that our employees understand who we are as a brand or mission or vision or purpose or value proposition or products or services, if we don't get a sense of whether or not they're excited about that, do they have all the tools that they need to be able to deliver on the brand promise that we make to our customers every day? If those ducks aren't in a row where our employees aren't concerned, then we have a problem. It means that we're going to fall flat on that promise that we make to our customers. And when our customers come in and engage, it doesn't line up for them. Uh, it, it speaks to a lack of authenticity where our brand is concerned. And so that's where the whole matter of internal marketing came into play for me is the fact that I don't think enough brands and companies take the time to really focus on seeing our employees as a kind of a target segment that needs to be marketed to so that we're building that connection with them so that they understand who we are, that they are emotionally connected to the brand and that ultimately through that connection, they can be really the awesome brand ambassadors that we need them to be, and also that they will be motivated to advocate for the brand themselves. Because, of course, our customers would faster believe the word of our employees than they would believe the message that we're putting through our official marketing channels. So that's really what kind of led me there as a marketer. That is just not a conversation, to your point, that's happening often enough. And so that's what I try to do 
in my own podcast conversations is to help to drive that narrative and that thinking as well. Let's let's dive into that a little bit deeper <laughs> in terms of the what it is. So you've you've covered a little bit of it, but diving deeper, what does that what does internal marketing really look like if a company was doing this well? Sure, great question. So I mean, there are probably a few definitions that I've seen and read about internal marketing. My favorite is that internal marketing is really about engaging and empowering employees in the brand, right? Empowering employees to be advocates of the brand, but specifically engaging them in the mission, the vision, the purpose of the brand. So it's kind of like a management philosophy. So Seeing your employees as a kind of a target segment, some people say seeing them as kind of like customers, but I'd say target segment who they have their own demographics and psychographics. They have their own uh, personal purpose and sense of value. How do we bring those together and help them to see themselves as ambassadors of the brand? How do we get them excited about the brand? How do we sensitize them about what it is that makes our brand great? And having done that and having built that connection, the goal is to turn them into raving fans in much the same way we want to turn our customers into raving fans. The goal of internal marketing is to turn our employees into raving fans. And having done that, they're going to want to be ambassadors. They're going to want to promote the brand externally to their communities. And they're going to want to be able to deliver on the brand promise as well. So that's what internal marketing is in a nutshell from where I sit. And from the from the employee's perspective, how aware should they be of if they're being marketed to by the company? Like, do you, do you think this is something that should be more subtle or is this uh, an effort that everyone should kind of be aware of and be helping other people, even if they're being marketed to internally? Should they be expected to help other people kind of become raving fans as well? How do you think about the subtlety of that? Right. So how you would market, I would to use the term market, how you would market to your employees would be very different than how you'd perhaps market to your customers. But I think at the core of it, we have to remember the word authenticity, right? So in every kind of marketing that we do, no one wants to feel marketed to, right? No one wants to feel like you're trying to pitch slap them with something. And so authenticity is at the heart of it. And so where employees are concerned, the product that we have at hand as a company, as we think about the basic four Ps of marketing, I know it's more than four Ps, but the basic four Ps, product is perhaps the most important. And where employees are concerned, the basic product is the culture that they work in. What's the work environment like? What's the compensation package? Do they feel valued? Do they feel seen? Do they feel heard? As a company, you need to start there. Do our employees feel like, you know, this is a place that I'm really happy to be working with and happy to be associated with? And once you have that as your base foundation, when you start to engage them now around our products or services or values or purpose, then it, it, seems, it, it seems and certainly it will be far more authentic to them. And they're not going to feel like, well, I'm just trying to sell you something so that you can go and promote it externally. So it's starting with authenticity, making sure that the product or the culture and what it is we provide as a workspace for our employees is meaningful and something that they're happy to be a part of so that ultimately they will be motivated intrinsically to be connected to that and to, of course, promote that and be advocates of that externally as well. So translating this to like the normal concept of marketing, you 
you usually have some kind of result, revenue, what you know, leads, whatever that you're trying to get out of this. From a real world impact standpoint of inter- internal marketing, what are the the results like? The tangible things that you're hoping will happen as a result of doing this. Excellent, excellent question. So there are a couple of I would say metrics. I use it. I know we like to talk about metrics, but there are a couple of metrics that I think leaders would be very keen to want to be able to track to know whether their internal marketing is working, right? So internally, uh, you want to look at things like uh, turnaround time when you're recruiting, right? Are we doing a great job of attracting great talent? And is that recruiting and turnaround time to recruit strong? Because at the end of the day, happy employees are going to attract great talent as well. So it impacts your employer brand. So are we doing a great job of attracting great talent and seeing that conversion happening in the recruitment cycle, okay? Another thing you want to look at is, are our top performers staying or leaving, right? Uh, If our top performers are leaving at a higher rate than we'd like them to be, then that could be an indication that our internal marketing in the full some sense is not happening the way it's supposed to happen, right? You're also talking about things like um, brand associations. We do wonderful surveys internally where we look at not only employee engagement and satisfaction, which is also something you'd want to track, but we also want to measure, well, are our employees happy and proud to be associated with our company? Do they understand what we stand for? Those are the things you want to measure to make sure that, yes, our internal marketing efforts are working. On the external side, what you're also going to see with great internal marketing is what we call employee advocacy, which is now how are our employees using their voices externally to attract the clients that we want to attract, right? So you're going to see things like greater involvement on social media. They are being a part of great conversations. You're going to see increases in reach, mentions of your brand, sentiment of your brand that you're going to be able to measure online. You're also going to see things like we're going to attract greater quality leads through our employees who are going to be out there spreading the good word about our company. So you're going to look at lead conversion, higher quality leads, conversion, velocity, convert how quickly you're able to convert leads into new business. Those are the things you're going to see happening in a very tangible way on the more so the revenue financial side. When you have employees who are engaged, empowered, and are using their voices to be these wonderful advocates of the brand externally as well. So, yeah, I mean, a lot lot of good stuff can come from it, but obviously there's probably a lot that goes into it. And I I would be Mm -hmm. curious to know how this looks different when you have your first employee. So there's just one person that you're trying to work with uh, compared to having 100 people working at the company. What does that look like differently in terms of how management and and the company as a whole would market internally for one person versus a hundred? Right. So, well, you know, to be quite honest, I think the basic rudiments of how you do it are the same, no matter what your company size is. So the first thing is you want to be able to recognize, well, who are the type of people we want to have as a part of our team? So once we've been clear about what our company brand is, what we stand for, what's our mission, vision, and purpose, we want to make sure that whomever is on that team, whether it's one person or a thousand people, are these the kinds of people that we want to represent our brand as ambassadors and people who serve our customers every single day, right? So let's start there. You're going to have to make sure that our employees, that are how we've 
I would say, and, and I know this is going to be probably controversial, Blake, but I always like to say that as brands, we need to be clear about who we want representing our brand, you know, and I know sometimes people are like, well, my values don't need to align with the company values. Absolutely not so. I mean, JMMB, for instance, we're a brand that's founded on love and uh, believing in the best interest of everyone. Uh, we can't have employees who are spouting anti-Semitic content on social media because that's just who they are. So at the end of the day, we need to make sure that our people are aligned with purpose in terms of similar values, etc. The second thing is you want to make sure that as you onboard them, are they being onboarded in a way where they're being engaged in the brand, the story of the brand, the purpose, the mission? Are they being educated about the services and products that we offer? Do they understand what our value proposition is? And then, of course, certainly as we're empowering them to use their voices, what are the tools that we can provide? Uh, do we need to provide them things like personal branding training? Right. For those people who want to start using their voices on social, starting a blog, doing their own podcast, uh, just showing up on great platforms like LinkedIn or X or even in Instagram. At the end of the day, they need the tools to be able to do that. So if as a brand, we see them as partners in sharing their voices and sharing the great brand story that we want to be able to share through them. That sort of training and tools can be provided, and it's something we can consider. I think the only thing that would be different between uh, companies of different sizes in terms of employee base would be how you share those messages. So obviously with smaller teams, uh, it's easier with larger teams, especially if you're uh, a multinational organization, you're going to have to get far more creative around the channels that you use. Uh, so things like town hall meetings would have to be virtual. You'd have to consider things like internal podcasts or uh, your, of course, e-newsletters, that sort of thing. So I would say the rudiments are the same, but probably how you would do the actual promotion of your marketing message to your employees. Those would vary based on the channels that you need to use, depending on the size of your base. And yeah, that makes sense. And I, I'm sure that there are companies listening to this, many of them that are doing good things in this area, but haven't necessarily thought of it as internal marketing. They haven't put a name to it. Yeah. It's not a real strategy yet. Um, and so when, yeah. they, when they start implementing this, what are some of the biggest challenges that they're likely to face trying to implement an internal marketing strategy? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges, well, first of all, it, it's kind of harking back to something you just said, which is, I think a lot of people confuse the difference between internal marketing and internal comms, right? So internal comms is what a lot of companies, I think, have naturally, whether it resides in HR or marketing or corp comms, some other area of the company. And internal communications is, I would say, a part of internal marketing, in my view, because you do need to communicate to your employees specifically around all of the things that matter to them and to the company and the overall strategy. But internal marketing is really, I think, where a lot of people miss the mark, where it is taking it not just from communicating to your employees and making sure that there's that internal alignment, but it's empowering the employees to become advocates externally. And I think that's the big missing is that a lot of brands don't recognize that your employees could really be considered a kind of an army of brand representatives who can use their voices to promote the brand externally. And again, I want to be cautious. I'm not saying that we're to leverage and use our employees as walking, talking billboards, right? Uh, because there are some companies, unfortunately, who try to do that. And again, it doesn't come off as authentic 
and employees feel like, well, okay, I have a target. I need to post on LinkedIn twice a month. What am I going to say? Or some companies just send out stuff and say, okay, everybody cut and paste and post on your LinkedIn accounts now. Uh, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, again, how are we creating that emotional connection between employees, the brand, the mission, the vision, the purpose, so that there's that intrinsic, authentic desire to want to be ambassadors. And if as brands, we can see our employees as voices that can share that message externally because they want to and because they're excited about it. And I think that's the big uh thing that I think companies need to be aware of. It's not just, okay, we're not just promoting it for the sake of promoting it. It's creating that connection with our employee base so that they will be motivated to become advocates externally. Because even from an algorithmic perspective, I mean, even some people talk about a platform like LinkedIn, I can't corroborate it personally, but uh, LinkedIn would faster want that personal engagement coming from personal accounts and company accounts spitting content all day. So in the same way, you have employees who are excited about where they work, they're proud to represent the brand, and they want to talk about the great work that they're doing with your company on a platform like LinkedIn. They're going to get much greater reach and engagement than you trying to push out perhaps even a similar story on your company account. So that's where I think companies need to be tuned into the fact that you have this army and there's a way to partner with them to create that connection and empower them to use their voices to do it. Last one here. I, I want to get into tooling a little bit, the tech stack that you think makes sense here. So a across your efforts in your current role or what you're, whatever you're building elsewhere or beyond in your career, are there any specific tools, apps, platforms, software that make this a lot easier? Sure. And that's a great question. And the good news is it doesn't have to be frightfully expensive, right? So first of all, platforms like SurveyMonkey, which we use and we love to use, again, when you're doing any sort of marketing and you're doing your research into your target segment in the same way we want to do research uh, with our employees to understand their connection to the brand and what, how our marketing, internal marketing efforts are working, then we use SurveyMonkey to do those surveys. Uh, when we talk about promoting the brand internally, uh, great platforms like Fiverr, where you can, or Market or Hire, where you can outsource uh, things like graphic design work and so on that give us the opportunity to create awesome content, awesome videos, animation pieces that we can share through our channels internally. Email platforms are available. Uh, we use platforms like Canva to create artwork internally, or we use a platform like Riverside or StreamYard to record stuff, post stuff on YouTube. We have private YouTube channels that we can share. So it's not frightfully expensive at all. So it's really about thinking about what are the most accessible platforms that are available out there that your company can use to do your research, create your content, and share the message internally with your team. 